The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome in one and all. I am John Leonetti. Tuesday, September 5th, here on the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks so much for joining me today. we got a great show in store for you. Deacon Randy Keel coming up. No, it's not Thursday. It's Tuesday. Uh, he's the deacon at uh, Holy Trinity uh, Catholic Church here in Beaverdale, uh, also the founder of Cardiac Counseling. We're going to talk today about conflict, which is what really everyone wants to avoid, right? Um, what What can... What can conflict tell us? When is it too much? Can there be healthy conflict, unhealthy conflict, all things conflict in our relationships today? Uh, might be something for uh, for all of us to be able to hear. At 745, Deacon Mark Campbell is going to be on the show. A couple deacons this morning going to rock the house. What is the core initiative? You might have been hearing this kind of uh, maybe through your parish or if you are knight. Of course, you've certainly heard of this by now. The core initiative um, he's the new director of evangelization and catechesis for the state of Iowa for the Knights of Columbus uh, and kind of spreading around what this initiative really is. We're going to talk to him all about it at 745 today. We'll have your news with Matt Wilkham, your sports with Mark Amadeo and your weather. Deacon Mark, let's do it. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Catholic Tuition Organization, helping to make Catholic education more affordable. The bottom line is it's for the kids. For more information, visit ctoiowa.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. Muddy roads that left tens of thousands of partygoers stranded for days at a countercultural festival have, have had dried up enough by Monday afternoon to allow them to begin their exodus from the northern Nevada desert. The annual Burning Man gathering, which launched on a San Francisco beach in 1986, attracts nearly 80,000 artists, musicians, and activists for a mix of wilderness camping and avant-garde performances. Disruptions are part of the event's recent history. Dust storms forced organizers to temporarily close entrances to the festival in 2018, and the event was twice canceled altogether during the pandemic. In his in-flight press conference returning from Mongolia on Monday, Pope Francis outlined his vision for the upcoming Synodal Assembly in October, which he said should be a prayerful exercise in dialogue, free from ideology, not full of, quote, political chatter like a television talk show. The Holy Father highlighted how the assembly should have three to four minutes of silent prayer between discussions, noting that this prayerful atmosphere should be what distinguishes a synodal assembly from parliamentarianism. When asked why synod discussions will be taking place behind closed doors without, without access for journalists and how the synod can maintain transparency with this format, Pope Francis responded that the synod will be, quote, very open. David Wolnerman, Des Moines' last known Holocaust survivor and one of the few left in Iowa, died Monday at home with his family by his side, his son Michael said. He was 96. Wolnerman's death comes just three days after the 84th anniversary of the invasion of Poland and the start of World War II. 
A few months later, in 1939, German soldiers forced then-13-year-old Wolderman from his home and into Auschwitz, an, Auschwitz, an Auschwitz concentration camp. For five years, Wolderman moved between locations so notorious for their names alone that have become the embodiment of evil, Auschwitz-Birkenau, Dachau. He survived and was liberated at 18 years old. In an interview with the Des Moines Register last year, Wallerman said, quote, If it wouldn't be for God, I wouldn't be alive. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Tuesday morning, high school football on Friday night. Heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. It was number one ranked Dowling Catholic defeating sixth ranked West Des Moines Valley by the score of 14 to nothing in a class 5A district showdown at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Dowling Catholic's record now 2-0 on the season while Valley falls to 0-2. Last night, college football ended their first week of the season with an ACC matchup, and it was Duke defeating number nine Clemson 28-7 in Durham, North Carolina. Clemson is the preseason favorite in the ACC. On Saturday, Iowa and Iowa State picked up wins. The 25th-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes defeated Utah State 24-14, while in Ames, Iowa State defeated Northern Iowa by the score of 30-9. Number 13, Notre Dame, is now undefeated at 2-0 as they picked up a win on Saturday, defeating Tennessee State by the score of 56-3. Up next for the Irish, they travel to North Carolina State this Saturday at 11 o'clock. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams that were in action on Labor Day Monday. In the National League, the Chicago Cubs now are two and a half games back. Uh, first place, Milwaukee. The Cubs shutting out the San Francisco Giants by the score of 5 to nothing at Wrigley Field in Chicago. While in Pittsburgh, the Pirates scored two runs in the fourth and two runs in the fifth and defeated the Milwaukee Brewers by the score of 4-2. to two. In the American League, the Kansas City Royals downed the Chicago White Sox by the score of 12-1 to one in Kansas City. While in Cleveland, the first-place Minnesota Twins defeated the Cleveland Guardians by the score of 20-6. to six. The Twins now in first place with a six-game lead over second-place Cleveland. In AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs open up a 12-game homestand after coming off a 12-game road trip in which they went 4-8 and eight and fell to second place in the International League's Western Division. Tonight, the I-Cubs open up with the Omaha Storm Chasers, the AAA affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. First pitch tonight at 6.30 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. High school football this Friday night on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It'll be the home opener for Dowling Catholic in week three of the high school football season. Ankeny is at number one ranked Dowling Catholic on Friday. Pre-game at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 o'clock. We'll be simulcasting Friday night's game with the Central Iowa Sports Network from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Join Matt Mandring, John Chido, and me for the broadcast heard on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Tuesday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. You know, sometimes it's the simple things in life that just make you smile or make you go, hmm, at least. Yeah. So September is the only month with the same number of letters in its name as the number of the month. Of course, being nine. nine. There you go. Yeah. Oh. September's a big month at our house. We've got, uh, excuse me, we, uh, 
two, uh, two, three, three birthdays. Uh, my wife, Maria, myself, and our daughter, Lily's her, her birthday is today, actually, turned 17. So Happy birthday. Wow. Yeah. Well, she's probably not up, up out of bed yet. No, there so. you go. <laughs> well, that's, that's supposed to be the case when it's your oh, birthday. That's right. You do whatever you it's, want. Teenagers. Well, teenagers. Yeah. Well, and the, the luxury of homeschooling is you can kind of uh, set your own schedule. Yes, so, you can. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, Very much. That's an interesting stat. Well, for our first uh, first look at the forecast today, we've got uh, cloudy conditions across most of the state. That's going to give away to mostly sunny skies and a high near 93. Will be breezy today. Tonight, a chance of showers and thunderstorms between 5 p.m. and 9 p.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 63. Then tomorrow, we will have mostly cloudy skies and gradually becoming sunny with a high near 77 Currently around the area, Des Moines at 74, Mar- Marshalltown at 72, Centerville at 73, and Creston at 71 and seeing a little bit of rain. Our weather today is brought to you by Ashworth Vision Clinic, providing personalized eye care for every patient from infants to senior citizens. Learn more at ashworthvision.com. And that is your Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast. I'd like to highlight that we do have our fall fundraiser coming up later this month. And if you would like to highlight somebody's birthday, uh, anniversary, or a special occasion, uh, you can certainly do that with a, uh, with a gift amount that matches up with, a, um, with, with the number that is consistent with a day's worth of programming or half day's worth of programming. Matt, do you know what those numbers are right off the top of your head? $300 a, a month. Yes. There you go. So remember to tune in the uh, last week of the month, February, tw- or, uh, February, <laughs> that's <laughs> September 25th through the 29th for our fall fundraiser right here on Iowa Catholic Radio and across the entire network. We'll have programming that will highlight the um, some great stories uh, of people who have been imp- impacted by Iowa Catholic Radio. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, Pope Francis is back and he has touched down uh, back at Fumancino Airport in uh, Rome. And he addressed charity workers yesterday. I wanted to just uh, quickly mention it because I thought it was just a a really good message for the beginning of the week, beginning-ish of the week here, uh, as he uh, kind of was one of his departing departing messages to the charity workers there in Mongolia, when he said, quote, to truly do good in life, goodness of the heart is essential. A commitment to seeking what is best for others, that's love, commitment for the sake of remuneration is not true love. Only love can overcome selfishness and keep this world going. I thought that was really good, right? What are we battling on a regular basis within ourselves? Selfishness, ego, pride. It's the original, not the original, but it's the, uh, it's, it's the, I mean, it's the, the worst of the worst when it comes to the sins. It's the sin of pride. It's what made the devil fall, right? I'm better than that, pointing to the cross. I'm better then that kind of love, God shows us the kind of love that he is, right? A complete self-gift from himself to the other. This is why we understand God is a triunity of love, Trinity. And a father who gifts himself entirely, pours himself out entirely to his son. The son reciprocates in giving himself entirely back to the Father, and the love between them is so strong that it's another person, the Holy Spirit. We have in God himself a triunity of love, and this is, this is what he has established uh, this life for, for us to experience it in this life first and then in the next. But it's not easy, as we know. Right? It's not easy at all. It takes effort on our part. 
Uh, it takes grace on God's part. And um, it takes us being willing to maybe suffer a little because that's what love can do, right? Love can, when I'm kind of ridding myself of selfishness, that doesn't always feel good, you know? I've oftentimes said on the show, if you ever need a reminder of what love is, just look at a crucifix. It's all you need to do every day, every day. I, I try to pray with a crucifix often. I have one in my car, and so I will uh, hold it at times when I pray or have, uh, you know, longer-ish drives, maybe 15, 20 minutes and pray a rosary or something like that. But it's the reminder. It's the ultimate reminder of love for me. Ever I look at the crucifix and what my life has to be. And what my life has to be, this is the secret to life of what God gives us. It's a complete paradox because it doesn't make any sense to the rest of the world. But to us as Catholics, this is who we are. It's who God has told us we have to be if we want union with him. If we want to experience the heights of what this life has to offer. So where do we start in that journey? Well, I don't care if you're 80, 90, 100 years old. I don't care if you're 10, 20, or 30. And it starts within our relationships and those that we know and love. Now, at times, there can be a lot of conflict that can take place. It's a good thing we've got Deacon Randy Keel coming up when we come back to be able to help us in those times in relational conflict. We're going to talk to him about healthy conflict, unhealthy conflict. When does it become too much in a relationship? Uh, you know, is, is it... Um, uh, or can it be resolvable if there's really just kind of conflict and maybe a family that you just don't think? How do we, how can we possibly resolve it? We'll have, um, we'll have Deacon Randy on to go through a lot of this with us when we come back. He's, of course, a, a licensed professional counselor of cardiac counseling and comes on uh, once a month to be able to uh, walk us through some of these great segments with us. And it will be great. So make sure to stick around when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Called to Communion. Join me on Friday, December the 8th at the Embassy Suites for Iowa Catholic Radio's annual dinner in December. Register now at iowacatholicradio.com, and I'll look forward to seeing you in downtown Des Moines. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Fitness by Design, your neighborhood fitness studio. Located in Des Moines, offering PH or fitness classes, private and semi-private training, beamer, and massage. Learn more at fitnessbydesigndm.com, 515-770-3844. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, offering insurance for auto, home, life, business, and more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Learn more at CindySchulte.com. Iowa Catholic Radio thanks Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for her support. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio was provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. 
Thank you to our business partner, Big Red Q Quick Print. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, it's almost like I can't hold myself back from uh, mentioning at least the saint of the day today already. St. Teresa of Calcutta. Uh, I'm just giddy this morning. Very excited about it. Um, and to spend the day with her in prayer. We'll be traveling today. Um, so it's going to be uh, Deacon Mark uh, the rest of the week. But I, I am I'm just giddy when it comes to uh, St. Mother Teresa's uh, feast day. So I will actually have that extra piece of cake or dessert or whatever it is and celebrate her. Cheers to Mother Teresa. All right, let's go to our next guest, founder of Cardia Counseling, Deacon Randy Keel. Hello, Deacon. Hey, good morning, John. Good Always to be good with to you. Always good to have you, man. Always good to have you. All right, let's talk about conflict this morning. What everyone likes to avoid, we're not going to do that. Oh, we're not going to avoid it. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, I don't like it. You don't. We, we don't like it, but mm-hmm. I want to talk about the the necessity of it. You know, and I'll, can I just bring in St. Mother Please. Teresa just for a second? Oh, yeah. You know, we, she is such a woman of peace, but she was not a woman of the absence of conflict. Mm-hmm. Her, her prayer. We drop you? Oh, I think we dropped him. We'll have to get him back on. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's right, though. Um, you know, I, I spoke to a woman that knew uh, Mother Teresa very, very well, traveled with her on a regular basis, and uh, my. I said, what was it like when mother would get off the planes, you know, when she would go? She said, the bishops there, priests there. She said, they would all cower. <laughs> uh, she, she was not a woman without conflict. I don't know where he's going to go with this because I've, I've read so much on. I mean, she, she was known for walking into some of her. Uh, she was known for walking into some of the nursing homes that her sisters, the missionaries of charity, were running. And they didn't know that she was coming. And she would walk in and she would. First, just kind of take a gander around and look at the sisters. She would pull sisters aside and scold them. And and the reason she was scolding them right away, right away, the reason she was scolding them was because they weren't smiling. They weren't smiling. That was it. They wanted joy. She wanted joy in serving, right? To serve one another in joy. There's two ways of serving, right? Uh, There's drudgery. And, oh, I should be the one being served or what, you know, why do I have to go out of my way and do this again? Or it's an inconvenience or I'm going to miss half the game, whatever it is. And then at the same time, there's a way of joy, which is one of the most important. I think we got him back on. All right. We're talking about Mother Teresa's conflict, Deacon. Yeah. So she was not about the absence of conflict, but the absence of fighting. Mm. And so often people will come to me and say, we, we have too much conflict, too much conflict. And I'll say, never, never. Yeah. How are you doing with not fighting, though? Oh, there's the issue. We actually, we before the fall of man, going way back to the philosophy, psychology, and the creation of man, we, we lived with a tension, and the tension was a responsibility to temptation. And we gave in to that temptation, and thus we ended up with conflict. Mm. That conflict then took us to the struggle to handle difference. Before that, we didn't have that struggle with it. We accepted difference. So quite often, the reason that we have fighting is because we have a conflict over how to handle 
different. And if we think that the crave for union that lives inside of us is about sameness, then we have to fight a lot. Quite often when we fight, it's because we have a conflict inside of us that craves union, but we get union confused with sameness, and sameness does not equal union. So therefore, people fight. You know, one of the things I say to my clients when I'm working with them is, uh, I, I need you today to listen like you're wrong and argue like you're right. And yeah, that's great. It really is something that, you know, kind of startles everyone for a second, like, oh, yeah. And, and man, wouldn't we do well to do that? that? That's healthy conflict, right? It seems to me. Conflict is healthy. Fighting is not healthy. Yeah. And fighting is our struggle to accept conflict, and the source of conflict is that we have difference, which creates a tension inside, which makes us anxious. Therefore, we start manifesting that through fighting. But if if mentally we think that sameness is the same as union, that's where we're that's where we're faulty. That's where we go into error. You know, deep inside of us, John, we have a crave for union, and that's what takes us to reconciliation. That's what takes us to the need to seek forgiveness. Not just for ourselves, but forgiveness to give to others. That's the continuance of the Lord's Prayer. Who can I forgive today? Who can I forgive today? That's how we are reconciled to one another, by granting forgiveness, the forgiveness of Christ through us to someone else versus seeking only to forgive ourselves. Yes, Lord, forgive me so that I can also do as you did so I can forgive others versus try to convince someone else to be the same as me, which is the fight that will never end. Remember the song that would never end? Well, yeah. this, is the fight that, this is the fight that would never end also. And every one of us has been in a fight with a loved one, and it's because we're different. You didn't think the same way. You didn't act the same way. You didn't behave the same way that I wanted you to or that I expected you to. Hmm. That's that's what creates the the I should say the the ugliness of what fighting can create. And that's when so many times in marriage we say someone says to their spouse, you know, you just bring out the worst in me. No, let's not blame someone else for that. Hmm. That inordinate crave for sameness brings out the worst in it, but our crave for union brings out the best in us, because that takes us to the seeking out of reconciliation, so that I can forgive you. I I would just say that our prayer today would be like, Lord, lead me to the person that I can forgive today. But what do you say when someone says, I, there's too much there. I can't forgive this person for what they've done. It was too, it was too whatever uh, they did. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's too large, too big. I'll never get past it. I can't forgive this person, and that's where we need Christ as our mediator. Mm-hmm. We weren't we weren't wired humanly to be able to forgive everyone because it came from God Himself. So that's where the spiritual side of our intimacy, that spiritual side, is a necessity within our marriage unions, within our families, and within our friendships so that we can forgive the other person. There isn't something that is too large to forgive. There are many things that are emotionally difficult to overcome, but that isn't the same as forgiveness. And forgiveness is another topic that we probably should tackle one day. Exactly what is forgiveness? And just a teeny tickler on that, it means that I no longer sit in the seat as the punisher. Mm. Oh, I like that. 
That's pretty good. If I'm if I'm not forgiving the person, then I sit in the seat to punish them. But I remo- I take myself out of the chair of punisher and I walk alongside that per- person, no longer to punish them, but maybe to grieve with them. All right. So, coach, my wife and I through this here. Okay, we don't argue much. Our biggest arguments. All right. Always come from. And this is this is just very true. We just don't argue a lot. I don't know if that that may not be healthy, but we don't. Um, But I will say the biggest arguments that we have is when we make our meal list for the week. I don't know why it brings out the worst in us. All right. I don't know why. Like it it, it just both of us just get so annoyed, you know, at the end that it just never ends well. All right. So uh, coach me through. What do I do? So it doesn't turn into a fight that we can have healthy disagreement here. Okay, so look at how much, most likely, how much difference the two of you have when you go to make that meal list for the week. <laughs> she wants healthy and I don't. <laughs> That's right. And so what else can we put in the microwave just to heat yeah. up? And she's like, no, we need to cook this. And you're like, but that's going to take an hour and a half yep. plus all the mess we're going to clean up. I can go to Culver's in 20 minutes. I can go exactly. to Culver's 20 minute Pizza, Casey's Pizza's at our door in 15. See, so it's that struggle to handle the difference between two people because we crave union, we marry, and we unite with other people, and we have friendship because we crave union, but we humanly get hung up on the struggle with difference. Yeah. That's that's it. I mean, when it all comes down to it, and I love what you said there, too, Deacon, is you just said, you know what, we're, we're not supposed to be the same. We weren't made to be the same, right? Yeah, but, but we were correct. made for union with one another. And you said it, it, it it's going to take hard work. It, it You know, you maybe you've seen that. I, I don't remember exactly the meme, but it's just choose your heart, right? I mean, divorce is hard or marriage is hard. Choose your heart. You know, yeah. uh, being overweight is hard or and eating healthy is hard. Choose your heart. You know, I, it, I I love that because it, it, it we oftentimes kind of look at the end and think, well, it just should solve itself. And it's not it's not if we're going to put the hard work into good, loving relationships, we, we've got to we've got to work. And of course, God's grace is going to be there if we open ourselves to it. But we got to work. Well, a life walking with Christ is hard. A life walking without him is hard. That's exactly right. Deacon Randy Keel. Great segment this morning, Deacon. Knocked it out of the park again. Would you give us your blessing? I will. I pray for the blessing of the Holy Spirit to come in the form of forgiveness. Now, Holy Spirit, ask you also that we be the conduit to forgive others. May our eyes and our minds and our hearts be open to see who needs the forgiveness of you that we can humanly forgive according to your will. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Deacon, thank you so much for coming on, all right? We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, John. Bye-bye. All right, Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Great stuff this morning. Coming up, another Deacon here in-house. We're going to have Deacon Mark Campbell to talk about the new core initiative for the Knights of Columbus. Maybe you've heard of this, or maybe not, but it's uh, pretty big right now. It's all over, and um, they're kind of un- unleashing it in our parishes right here in Des Moines and all over. But uh, still, it's um, something everyone should know about, even if you're not a Knight. We'll have that for you in the second half hour. All things new Knights of Columbus core Initiative. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go right now to Father with today's Gospel and Reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue there was a man with the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. 
Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man in front of them and came out of him without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, What is there about his word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. One of the very interesting things about the stories of Jesus in the gospel is that unlike the scribes and Pharisees, many of them, the demons recognize who Jesus is. The demons that Jesus encounters, the demons that he casts out, they acknowledge his true identity. This demon in this gospel asks, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. The demons know who Jesus is, but they do not act on that belief. Their wills are turned against God forever. For us, do we believe in Jesus, first of all, but then do we act on that faith? How is it that we practice our faith each and every day and act what we believe? Because that is what separates us from merely a dead faith like the demons have. We want to have living faith, the living faith of the children of God, the sons and daughters of God, which God has called us to, called us to that identity. We not only are called to believe in the Holy One of God, but to put that faith into action, in love, in service to God and neighbor. Let us pray for one another, and may God bless you. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join S-E-R-R-A.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Each fall, Intervisions Healthcare hosts a fantastic evening of food and fun with the local Knights of Columbus. Join us as we dance the night away on Saturday, September 16th at Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines. All the proceeds from the catered dinner and auctions benefit the life-affirming work the nursing staff provides to women with unplanned pregnancies. For more information, visit IVHcare.org or give us a call today. We look forward to seeing you on September 16th as we dance for life at Christ the King in Des Moines. Thank you, Intervisions Healthcare, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Right when I start stretching, Brady, huh? That's what you got to do? Yeah, get me back on air right then. All right. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Second half hour of the Catholic Morning Show. I am John Leonetti. Uh, coming up, Deacon Mark Campbell's going to be on to talk about the core initiative, which is the new initiative of the Knights of Columbus. Maybe you've heard about it. Maybe not. But uh, this is for everyone in your parish as well. And he's the new director of evangelization and catechesis for the Knights of Iowa, um, and uh, this is just really cool uh, what this thing is coming up. So we'll have that for you for our second segment of the day here. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. 
Amen. Amen. Matt, welcome now with your news. John, news brought to you this morning by Catholic Tuition Organization, helping to make Catholic education more affordable. The bottom line is it's for the kids. For more information, visit ctoiowa.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. Ukraine said on Monday its troops had regained more territory on the Eastern Front and were advancing south in their counteroffensive against Russian forces while President Volodymyr Zelensky visited two frontline areas. A Ukrainian official said Kiev's forces had retaken land in the past week around the eastern city of Bakhmut, which was captured by Russian troops in May after months of heavy fighting. Zelensky was shown presenting medals to soldiers at a number of sites and offering thanks to medics at a field hospital on the southern front. A new movie weaves together the lives of two women experiencing self-doubt, but in the end, both women meet the challenge of their vocations despite their personal struggles. Mother Teresa and Me tells the story of Kavita, a young woman who finds herself with an unexpected pregnancy. Battling whether or not to get an abortion, she returns to her hometown in India, where her now very old nanny shares the story of Mother Teresa's first days working in the streets of Calcutta. Learning how Mother Teresa faced many doubts after no longer being able to hear the voice of Jesus, Kavita is inspired. The film premieres at a special event in New York on Tuesday on the International Day of Charity, which was established by the UN to commemorate the anniversary of the passing of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Iowa's state treasurer, Robbie Smith, has more safe deposit box auctions planned and has a special edition for the September auction. After sending a Michael Jordan rookie card to be evaluated, Smith announced that the card will be added to the lot for the upcoming auction. After being pulled from auction in June for authentication purposes, the Jordan rookie card came back with a score of 7, which is near mint. The card is expected to go for between $4,000 and $6,000. Bidding for the card and other lots will be open on Tuesday and close September 20th. The auction will be held online at iowaunclaimedproperty.org and is open to anyone registered and approved with a valid U.S. mailing address. Each year, the treasurer's office receives two to 300 safe deposit boxes that have been abandoned. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Tuesday morning, high school football on Friday night. Heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. It was number one ranked Dowling Catholic defeating sixth ranked West Des Moines Valley by the score of 14 to nothing in a class 5A district showdown at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Dowling Catholic's record now 2-0 on the season while Valley falls to 0-2. Last night, college football ended their first week of the season with an ACC matchup, and it was Duke defeating number nine Clemson 28-7 in Durham, North Carolina. Clemson is the preseason favorite in the ACC. On Saturday, Iowa and Iowa State picked up wins. The 25th-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes defeated Utah State 24-14, while in Ames, Iowa State defeated Northern Iowa by the score of 30-9. Number 13, Notre Dame, is now undefeated at 2-0 as they picked up a win on Saturday, defeating Tennessee State by the score of 56-3. Up next for the Irish, they travel to North Carolina State this Saturday at 11 o'clock. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams that were in action on Labor Day Monday. In the National League, the Chicago Cubs now are two and a half games back. Uh, first place, Milwaukee. The Cubs shutting out the San Francisco Giants by the score of 5 to nothing at Wrigley Field in Chicago. While in Pittsburgh, 
the Pirates scored two runs in the fourth and two runs in the fifth and defeated the Milwaukee Brewers by the score of 4-2. to two. In the American League, the Kansas City Royals downed the Chicago White Sox by the score of 12-1 to one in Kansas City. While in Cleveland, the first-place Minnesota Twins defeated the Cleveland Guardians by the score of 20-6. The Twins now in first place with a six-game lead over second-place Cleveland. In AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs open up a 12-game homestand after coming off a 12-game road trip in which they went 4-8 and and fell to second place in the International League's Western Division. Tonight, the I-Cubs open up with the Omaha Storm Chasers, the AAA affiliate of the Kansas City Royals, first pitch tonight at 6.30 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. High school football this Friday night on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It'll be the home opener for Dowling Catholic in week three of the high school football season. Ankeny is at number one ranked Dowling Catholic on Friday. Pre-game at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 o'clock. We'll be simulcasting Friday night's game with the Central Iowa Sports Network from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Join Matt Mandring, John Chido, and me for the broadcast heard on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Tuesday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, since I was a little bit later getting into the office this morning than usual, I thought I'd highlight this. September 5th is National Be Late for Something Day, permitting us (laughs) to not abide by our schedules. Go ahead and sleep in a little bit today as you have an excuse. Be late for something something day. Okay. I got a flight at 920. I'm not going to do that. No? No. Not for that one. Okay. All right. You're going to be cutting it close. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What I do for this show. <laughs> your what de- I do for, your dedication what is, I do for uh, this is show inspiring. Right Can you believe it? Yeah, I got I got a beeline out of here. I'm going to be going down that interstate. Where are you heading off to this? Uh, this going th- to Boulder, Colorado. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, a couple days. Yeah. All right. Colorado is in the news after the uh, I'd love experience. to see Dion. Yeah. I'd love to see it. You hear I, how I'm, much he praises God after or in, during just any interview? Yeah. Yeah. He does it with such humility. It's 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 just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. He, he, I, I love it. I love his his prayers, his constant thanking Jesus and. And it it seems very sincere. I mean, you know, he's got those guys praying in the locker. I don't yeah. know you can do that. But he prays, like, in the locker room with these guys. <laughs> Deion Sanders, what are you going to say? Coach Prime. What are you going to say? Prime time. The one, the, one the only, and, and maybe for, for better or worse. Oh, I so, love it. Yeah, love no, it was an exciting weekend of, of college football. Yes, it was. And we got a big game coming up this week. Oh, yeah. But we'll talk about that later. Right now, let's uh, take a quick look at the weather. We've got mostly, uh, we'll have mostly sunny conditions today. Right now, there's partly to mostly cloudy conditions across much of the state, but we'll have a high near 93 today with breezy conditions. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms between 5 and 9 p.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 63. Those clouds lingering in the morning, but should clear out, becoming mostly sunny tomorrow with a high near 77. That sounds just Absolutely fantastic. Mm. Currently around the area, Des Moines at 75, Cres- or Osceola 73, Oskaloosa 74, and Ames at 72. Weather today brought to you by Ashworth Vision Clinic, providing personalized eye care for every patient from infants to senior citizens. Learn more at ashworthvision.com. That's your uh, 24-hour Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast. All right, I'm going to make my prediction for the Iowa State game because I can't be here Friday for Prediction Friday. So. Okay. I hope Mark's listening. Um, I am going to say 
27 to 13 Hawkeyes. Wow. Ooh. I do not think Iowa State comes close. Really? Now, it's going to pain me. It's going to be very difficult because there's no team I like beating more than the Iowa Hawkeyes. We all know this. It's I, your Super Bowl. It's my Super Bowl. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I am going to be cheering very loudly for them Cyclones. I just, their defense is too good. Um, I mean, I, their, their quarterback, Cade, is, he's injured still, but uh, he, can, he can sling the ball. We've got a couple freshmen that look really good. I'm excited for the future of the Iowa State Cyclones, but it's not looking good. It's not going to be First good. game of the season is always a tough, it's a tough yeah. one to read. You know, uh, you, uh, Iowa started out fast against Utah State, then kind of uh, fizzled out a little We're bit. Back but, to the Iowa way. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> but And Iowa State put together a solid win, but uh, get an, against an FCS opponent. Yeah. So it's always tough to tell how, uh, uh, how, how things are really going to play themselves. Uh, Iowa State. We're got, looking forward to it. They've got so many starters out now with all that betting stuff that I, and, and I just don't think it's going to be pretty. So, so your, your, your money is on Iowa. My, I, it, I think it's minus four is what Vegas yeah. is saying. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt. Iowa wins that game. I think they win it easily, too. I, unfortunately, I don't think this is a game. So Anyway, but speaking of miracles, let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Because that's what it's going to take. St. Teresa of Calcutta. I was just reading about the miracle that got her canonized a saint. I'll share that with you in a second. Of course, she reminded us that those cast aside or forgotten wear the face of Jesus. She found them and she served them throughout her entire life. Teresa of Calcutta, better known as Mother Teresa, was born in what is now Macedonia. She entered the Sisters of Loretto in Ireland and was assigned to teach in the Loretto School in India. While there, she took note of the great poverty and destitution around her. While riding on a train, Teresa heard what she later explained as a call within a call. To leave the Sisters of Loretto and serve Christ in his distressing disguise among the poorest of the poor. After receiving permission to leave the order, which wasn't easy, by the way, Teresa founded a new community, the Missionaries of Charity. She took a nursing course for several months and opened a school in Calcutta for poor children. In 1952, the city of Calcutta gave Teresa a formal hostel, which became her home for the dying and the destitute, which was a dream for her. As the order grew over the next four decades, services expanded to orphanages, abandoned children, alcoholics, the aging, and street people. Mother Teresa's mission took on a new phase in 1979 when she was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. She began to crisscross the globe, pleading for support and inviting others to see the face of Jesus in the poorest of the poor, the unborn, the downtrodden, the homeless, the sick. She died in 1997. She was canonized a saint in 2016. We ask today, St. Teresa of Calcutta, to pray for us. Amen. What was the miracle? Well, there were two miracles, of course, that um, uh, propagated her to uh, to become canonized. She was not martyred, a martyr's death, so she needed two. And the second one was from a Brazilian man who I was uh, reading about a while ago, and, and his story has now been featured on Church Pop, which you can go there right now and you can um, you can check it out. But essentially, he had eight brain abscesses. He couldn't walk. He couldn't talk. He was hospitalized. He was deteriorating quickly. He was going to be scheduled. He was scheduled for surgery, but overnight his wife had placed a medal of Mother Teresa of Calcutta that she received at their wedding uh, and prayed the beatification prayer of Mother Teresa over his head. The next day he was going into surgery. He woke up so filled with peace, he said, 
He said he couldn't explain it. He felt great. And so the doctors didn't want to do the surgery. They said, we'll postpone it a day. Let's see how you feel. When they went in and did all the CAT scans and everything, they found 70% overnight after that prayer had shrunk of those brain abscesses. And over the course of the next two days, not even the scars were visible in his brain from those abscesses. The doctor said it was truly a miracle from that prayer. That was the one that had no scientific or medical explanation. The Vatican put it through the ringer, all the hospital records and everything. And he was healed that night overnight. By the way, a little second miracle that happened to that couple. The doctors told him because of all the treatment that he received, that he would never be able to have a baby with his wife. Six months later, they were pregnant. Awesome. This is a beautiful story. All right, when we come back, Deacon Mark Campbell's going to be on. Deacon Mark's going to be talking all about the new initiative from the Knights of Columbus Corps. Maybe you've heard of it. If you haven't, stick around. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Tuesday, September 5th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Father Julius Idemid, who serves parishes in Neola and Weston, celebrates the anniversary of his priestly ordination today. Thank you, Father, for answering God's call to religious life. In one week, Catholic Charities will embark on a year-long celebration of its 100th anniversary. Join us on Thursday, September 14th at 7 o'clock for a virtual kickoff honoring the legacy and vision for the future of Catholic Charities. St. Boniface Parish in Waukee is kicking off a new round of Alpha. Alpha is an opportunity to gather with a few people weekly for dinner, a video, and an open discussion around some of life's biggest questions. You don't have to be a parishioner of St. Boniface to be a part of Alpha. Get more information by calling St. Boniface and asking for Faye. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Gold Dome Buildings. Gold Dome is locally owned and operated serving Des Moines and surrounding areas since 1992. Builders of garages, farm buildings, customized backyard sheds and playhouses. GoldDomeIowa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio was provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for programming is provided by Gregory Waddle from Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors. Is your financial portfolio pro-life? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products designed for faith-based investors. Seek to align your faith and your finances with a portfolio that does not benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research. Visit kofcassetadvisors.org. kofcassetadvisors.org. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here in the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest, Deacon Mark Campbell. Everyone knows Deacon Mark. Everyone? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone knows you now as well, you've taken over. There's going to probably be more people that know me uh, coming up in the next next few months, particularly uh, Knights of Columbus Councils. you got more jobs than me. Uh, you know, I, I follow in the footsteps of my father uh, as... Um, uh, he, he, he was a person who was able to uh, acquire titles and, uh, I guess, <laughs> I guess following his footsteps, I've, I've been able to do that a little bit. Um, it's nice to be, uh, um, 
you know, it, you know, be placed where there's opportunity to uh, help lead and help serve. Well, let's see here. So. You're 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 here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Yep. Uh, director of what, what's the official title? Director of underwriting. Underwriting. Yes. Yep. And then, uh, of course, you're the core new core initiative. Yeah. Uh, director of that. We'll talk Dr- about that in a second. Yep. Then you're deacon at the Basilica. Yes. And Anything then I'm a else? husband. Husband. And a father. Can't forget that. And still a son. And son. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so, All yeah. right. No, it, it's, uh, you're a busy man. You've, you've launched yourself into core. For those that have never heard of this initiative, what is it? Oh, well, that's, uh, well, it's not a meeting. It's not a program. That's good. That's the, uh, you know, the first and foremost, what we want people to know, but it's really a return to or maybe an emphasis upon, you know, what the Knights of Columbus were originally all about. We, uh, if you think back to when, when um, Father McGivney, uh, Blessed Michael McGivney, was, was a young parish priest and he saw a need in, in culture and society as immigrants were coming to uh, America in the late 1900s, you know, Catholics weren't particularly greeted and welcomed with, uh, with opened arms. And so the... Um, you know, one of the needs that he saw was uh, for care for widows and orphans, uh, obviously, in, in the late 19th century. Uh, you know, what work was available? A lot of it was dangerous. Obviously, didn't have the same medical, you know, technology that they have today. So, you know, widows and orphans were much more commonly um, uh, that they were they were they were on the margins of society. Right. If the, if the breadwinner, if the husband uh, was, you know, died at a young age. Um, there were times, in fact, where there's a story that goes that uh, Father McGivney, um, you know, there, there was a mother who couldn't care for her children after, um, after, after her husband died. And what would happen back then is they, they'd, they'd become almost like wards of the state and be put up for uh, essentially adoption to the highest bidder. And there was a, a story where, um, again, Father McGivney, McGivney took up a collection, uh, showed up in court on the day that this woman's son was, uh, you know, again, going to be in a sense, sold off to, uh, to another family because she wasn't able to provide for him. And he put up the money and basically adopted the son and, and gave, gave the son back to, uh, to his mother. Mm. And so it was from there that, uh, you know, Father McGivney, you know, just really challenged the men of, of, of that time to say this, this cannot happen. We cannot, we cannot separate these families like this. And so, you know, doing some, some research and, um, on other fraternal organizations. And that was another problem of that time is, is Catholic men were leaving to join other fraternal organizations that were not Catholic. And so it, in an attempt to keep the men connected to the, not only the Catholic faith, but to provide this great service, uh, the Knights of Columbus was born in 1882. And uh, here we are a uh, hundred and however many years later, what are we 140 years later? Yeah. And, and the Knights are going strong, but we have a, we have a similar need in society today. And it's not that, uh, you know, orphans and, and, and widows are, are uh, so prevalent in, in a physical sense, but what we see is uh, spiritual widows, spiritual orphans, uh, women, uh, wives, and their children who have been uh, abandoned spiritually by the men of society. And so it's, it's, it's with that sort of inspiration in mind that uh, CORE is uh, being rolled out as an init- initiative, not just for knights, but for all men. Well, when you think of the Knights of Columbus, you think of charity, right? Charitable works and, and lots of charitable works. I mean, you know, coat drives. What do they not do here? You know, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they support pro-life initiatives, um, cooking, the, uh, you know, they're, they're making the pancakes the for everyone, but they're doing it because they, there's a cause. There's people that need fed or helped or, you know, warm clothes. And so, you know, all the collection that they, they make, and that's just all donated on behalf of the, their, their Knights Councils, which is awesome. 
But as you said, this one goes to the heart in a different way, right? Core to the heart in a different way. It's to the heart of the spiritual side. And this is something that the Knights essentially said, you know, we, we do so much outward. Yes, but let's let's really kind of take it up a notch in our own meetings on the spiritual end of prayer. Well, there's there's a lot of organizations that do good work yeah. and, and do charitable work and, and provide for the needs of culture and society. But um, we've, you know, we've entered into a, a an era or a time where we're seeing more and more people without faith. And so what we have, particularly within the Knights of Columbus, I would say, are, are men who, yes, they're willing to do these acts of service, but why? And well, it's because uh, Jesus is at the heart of what we do. Mm. Jesus is the core, if you will. And so the phrase core, uh, or the word core, it comes from, uh, it's from the motto that was adopted by St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, um, but then actually that originated in a letter written by St. Francis Sales that um, said, core ed core locator which is heart speaks to heart. And so um, what we're inviting men to do, uh, whether, you know, in, in, in a, maybe a more intimate setting is, is share this message of the heart. You know, how has Christ transformed your life or, or drawn you out or drawn you into this, this act of service or this life of service, which we have uh, available to us through the nights. And now let's go out and share that with people because people need to hear how Jesus transforms our lives, how he how his heart speaks to our heart. And as a result, we're able to be his hands and feet here on earth. So will you travel in this, uh, going to different parishes or, or uh, councils? So, yeah. So, we, so I was just out uh, uh, in New Haven, Connecticut a couple of weeks ago, and we had the opportunity to kind of uh, this role of director of evangelization and faith formation for, uh, for the state council. Or for, yeah. For the state councils and what, you know, what they want us to do. And, and yes, there'll be, uh, there'll be some travel in and around the state to try to share this initiative and encourage men to, uh, start core within their council, within their parish. Cause again, it's not, it's not ex- exclusively for nights. Uh, right. the event that will be, uh, happening for the third time here coming up on September 19th at the tea room in downtown Des Moines, hosted by the Basilica Knights of Columbus, um, you know, is, is representative of, of what a core, uh, gathering can look like mm. and, and, and what core is intended to do. And that is to form men in faith, form men in prayer, and to create fraternity, uh, so again, so we can be go out and be missionary disciples to to a, wor- a world that needs to hear the good news of Jesus. Well, this will be good. We'll um, we'll keep tabs on this because I think it, it, there's a lot of good that's going to come from I, it. I think it really has a chance to uh, really have you know even going back to when you and I were at the uh, Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. You know, one of the speakers there is the uh, holds this uh, director position for his state in in uh, Tennessee, I believe it is, and. Um, I, yeah, I think I think it really has a chance to to breathe some life into some councils, but really to transform the lives of men within the parish. And you know, there's the saying: if you can if you can transform the man, you can transform the family. And if you can transform the family, you can transform the church. And if you transform the church, you're going to transform society, all for the glory of God. Amen. Would you give us your blessing? I can uh, most certainly pray for Almighty God to uh, be with us this day, help us to be. Uh, open to the, the promptings of the Holy Spirit so that we might only seek to do the will of God. We pray for the intentions of our listeners. We pray, John, for your travel and for uh, your mission work this week as you go out and evangelize and share the good news of Jesus. And as we go about this week, may we all be kept safe and healthy and always grateful that we've had Jesus come into our lives in whatever way, and we continue to invite Jesus into our lives so we can uh, share this great news of salvation. May Almighty God bless us all in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Mark. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. 
I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died.